0: The views and opinions expressed in the Humanizing the Headset podcast are those of the authors, guests, and hosts of the podcast and do not necessarily reflect the opinion or position of Humanizing the Headset as a whole. This podcast may contain adult language and adult content.
1: Hello, welcome so, back. Hi. Thanks. Episode two.
0: Episode
1: two. Boom. What did you, what did you say? We had uh, 58 listeners? Yeah. Is that what it was?
0: That's
2: I impressive, that's, right? I, that's, I think it is impressive. For I'm, a, a few for dispatch
1: one. slubs. Yeah. yeah. Slubs. Slubs. Is it schlubs? I, I have Whatever. no idea what
0: sure. word you're even trying to say. So.
2: <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. pretty
1: sure it's a Three Stooges word. So <laughs> <laughs> Then it's a real word. It, um. it is Definitely a real word, yes, for sure. Yes. That's funny. So, So, yeah.
0: We are... Hopefully, Brendan's audio is better today. We have been running audio tests for about an hour. Yes. yes. Trying to adjust different things, so... uh, Hopefully, I'm good. Yeah, let us know if it sounds okay.
1: Yes, please. Any feedback, any topics, anything that anybody wants to listen to, I think would be great uh, because we just spent... Almost an oh, hour sorry. talking about some, some interesting stuff. <laughs> um, always, always interesting with these two. Not on Let me uh, tell you. So.
0: Oh, just no, us I, two, not I, you at all. Right, no, 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 not me. No. No. no, I had no stories. Um, <laughs> no, I think uh, we might be soon opening up, you know, a Facebook post or something to ask for input topics. Input, sure. yeah.
1: Um, Love it. Love it. It would be interesting, I think, for everybody. Um, to give us topics because we know our area, right? We know right. our area very well and we know that the industry is very similar in a lot of ways, um, which is crazy to me, but I'd be interesting to talk about something from someone else's area or their perspective on it and yeah, let us weigh in on it maybe. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of, so we were talking about this, um, my husband listened to the first episode kind of before it was released, and he loved it. And he's super excited about it. He loves Norm, who doesn't. Um, but he had brought up, you know, can I can I make a topic suggestion? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, can you walk us through a day and what you do? Yeah. And um, he'd mentioned, you know, if you're trying to target people who also aren't in your industry, it might be good to sit down and talk about exactly what it is that you guys do because he's, you know, sort of always made jokes like, oh, all you do is answer the phone all day, which he knows isn't true. He doesn't actually think that. Um, but he's like, some people actually think that. Right. That, that all you do is sit down and answer the phone all day. Right. And that's not anywhere near what you actually do.
1: Agreed.
2: At all. Yeah.
1: I, I think a lot of people, our whole um, job, career, our industry is mysterious to a lot of people. Right? It is. Let's let's talk about days off and how families don't understand your days. Oh, you're oh, working good again. Really? You have really? to have a
0: degree in calculus to figure out what right. our schedule is because <laughs> it makes no sense. And they
1: never know when you're off, and it's always the time that they plan parties and stuff like that. Right. That they have no idea that uh, that you always happen to be working at the same time they plan a party. No, I just have a rotating schedule, right. And I happen to work. Uh, in my case, the afternoon shift, 2.30 to 11. So that's right smack dab in the middle of party time. Right. right. So,
0: And I, I work a day shift. So even when, um, like on weekends that I work, I work three days in a row, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, yeah, a family member will have, you know, a party on Saturday night. And they're like, well, why can't you come? And I'm like, it's not that I can't come to the party Saturday night, it's that I have to be up at 4.30 the next morning. gross. So. And for me, it's, it's <laughs> it usually... Is gross. It's gross. It's, it is gross. It's not that I don't
1: want to come, it's just that I don't like you. Mm, so
0: right. Yeah, I use work as an excuse all the time to get... I'm just kidding, no. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I don't want to go out at night if I have to work the next morning. Um, I You know, I need yeah. those 12 hours between shifts to sort of decompress. and right. Correct sleep Correct. and stuff so. it's funny
2: when like <clears throat> after you've been doing it for a while you kind of see how your your life kind of shifts because you like pre-dispatch you have this whole group of friends everything is similar your schedules are similar you hang out at the same times you go to the same places right. and then you start dispatching it and like for a little bit you're kind of just like alone you know like you you're not you don't know the people that you're working with well enough to really kind of you know hang out with them after work and if you're new, like, when I was new, I remember, like, Nora, I'm like, you know, we should hang out sometime. You're you're cool. You know, and she's yeah. like, after training. Yep. And I totally get that. <clears throat> but, like, those first few months are just kind of like, well, I can't hang out with my friends outside of work because yeah. I'm at work, you know, and I can't hang out with these people here because I don't know them and I really shouldn't be yeah right so it's sort of so you're just sort
0: of on your own island yeah. yeah and especially going through training that's really stressful it is you and don't and really of have a lot of people
2: to talk to about that either right so, so especially people that you know can relate like you can go well, home and speak to your spouse who may not know anything about <coughs> you know that at all right they're and like oh they just you just won't. answer the phone all day right right exactly and <laughs> well, they're just like oh okay whatever and
1: for <laughs> it, it's funny because you see a trend and a change in training and in different things along those lines and when you started, even when I started, so Brendan's been doing it longer than I have. Um, not by much. Not Slow by back. much, a few few years. Um, but when we started, and I'm sure it's still this way in a lot of places, as the trainee, you were like, you, you like had the plague. People didn't want to be, and, and I've had people, people didn't want to be around you first off, necessarily hanging out with you because they didn't know how long you were going to be there because so many people fail out of the process that they're not going to get close and they're not going to put their time into you and it's it's a very interesting uh issue from
0: it awkward um if you do because i have i am a training officer whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it a cto um and i have made the mistake of adding trainees on facebook because i was trying to be nice and then they fail out and then it's this super awkward like I should probably delete you from (laughs) Facebook, but I don't want to be a jerk because it's not that I don't like you as a person. Right. Um, It's just weird now.
3: (laughs) Right. Yes. Um,
0: So, yeah, it's like not... I try to stay away from being friends with um, people who have been there for less than like six months, we'll say.
2: Yeah. And it's weird on the other side of it, too, because as a trainer, um, if you develop these relationships too quickly, it can appear that you might be like... Padding their,
0: exactly. You know their
2: DLRs Like you're spending a lot of time with them outside of work, and they're also doing really well here right now. You know, because <laughs>
1: because right. that's what you do. You want to work with somebody who can't capacitate the job. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I want to I make you in myself I look like bad because you. you're yes. cool. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And
0: it's. I mean, it's tough because I've had trainees um, that I loved. As, as Pete, and let me just specify that I'm talking about as people at their personalities. I'm yeah. not talking about their performance at Agreed. work. Agreed, right. I've had trainees that I loved outside of work, and I've had trainees that I absolutely could not stand outside of work. And it's tough to uh, remain unbiased in both situations because you're like, am I being extra tough on this person because I can't stand them, or am I being really nice to this person because I think they're awesome? Right. It's-
2: yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> really difficult, especially when you really, and it's not even, well, I'm thinking of a very specific example, but like the, I had one trainee who I, I adored, mm-hmm. um, but they were not doing well. Yeah, And I'm like, this sucks, you know, because I, I had such confidence in them and, and I knew that they could do the job, um, that they had baby brain, which I didn't know was a thing yeah. until then. Um, she couldn't focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh my God. Um, but we, we got her through and she was perfect. So yeah, I was I... very happy about that because I, I thought for a second, I'm like, I don't know if she's going yeah. to make it.
0: I've had trainees that I loved, but they were performing really poorly during training. And then I've had trainees that I could not stand, but they did really well in training. Right. So, like, you know, I continued training with them and, and got them through their training. And then. Never have to deal with them again. No, <laughs> um, no. But I, yeah, it's it's tough. But anyway, we got kind so, of randomly off topic. Well, there, but it, okay is, it
1: is yeah. and it isn't because the reality is is so. If you want to go into <laughs> Kaylee, your what your typical day is like, and there's no typical day. So mm, maybe no. I should just strike that from the record. Um, there's no typical day because one day. It's boring, and you're sitting around, and you realize you have all this time to do nothing, and you should have brought your bills with you so that you could pay them, and you right. just mm-hmm. didn't do a it. Good book. <laughs> and then the day you do bring your bills to pay them, you're like, Oh, I can take care of some stuff because it's been slow. The shit hits the fan. Right, right. The entire so, shift. Right, yeah. the entire shift, yeah. and you never get your bills paid, and then you go into collections and all that right. stuff, and it's just a road you don't want to go they're down. Homeless no. That's it correct. Is. No. Right, it's <laughs> it's a life of a dispatcher right there. <laughs> so, I mean, from... it's.
0: Um... <laughs> I work, Brendan, Norm, and I work at different agencies. So Brendan and Norm work together (coughs) at the same agency. I work at a different agency. And our agencies are very different because I work at what is referred to as a consolidated center. Um, And all that means is that a bunch of different police and fire departments got together and decided that they wanted to have their dispatch services done at the same place. Um, so, we dispatch for four different police agencies and three different fire agencies. Um, it's weird to a lot of people because our police and fire agencies don't necessarily coincide. So, if right. I dispatch for a police agency for a town, I don't also necessarily dispatch for their fire agency.
1: And vice versa. Yeah, right. because yeah. they're
0: autonomous. They can decide where they want to do their dispatch services
3: from.
0: Mm-hmm. Well. So, we are. Owned and operated by a city, um, and then that city contracted out to other cities and offered up our dispatch services. Those cities pay a price mm-hmm. to use us for their dispatch services,
1: so which is it, it, interesting. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because, uh, of course, I've only been at one agency, right? Um, and I know of other consolidated agencies. Uh, even in our area, that they do things. It seems like each consolidated does things different. So you guys actually work for a city. But some of them are actually like their own entity slash business.
0: Yes, there are dispatch centers that are their own, um, their standalone. Yeah. Right. So even though they dispatch for multiple different towns, they're not owned or operated by anyone specific other than themselves. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I'm I'm not saying that this is true of everywhere. Everyone kind of does consolidation a little bit differently. But how our agency has done it is, yes, we are owned and operated by one single city. And then that city has contracted out to other agencies for dispatch services.
1: And Brendan and I work for... We're we're not a consolidated agency. We do have contracts with people, for sure. Um, A lot of small towns don't they they either don't have a police department or they have a very small police department and they're not going to have a dispatch center right so they contract with somebody to do it like you were saying um in some cases our agency um we work directly for the agency um it's a county government job um and we have like i said contracts so some of these smaller towns we are their police agency um they fit into the county's jurisdiction essentially but they're incorporated little towns but and they of right. course need assistance. So yeah and the, with the price
0: is based a lot of the time on their call volume on the types of calls that they take um, how much work they're actually asking us to do because that can differ from agency to agency as well. Sure. Because um, you know when we talk about dispatchers and I, I use that term all-encompassing dispatchers it means telecommunicators it means whatever people that do our job right Um, we don't just talk on the radio or just talk on the phone Um, a lot of our job is paperwork we do a ton of it at our agencies at least
2: a ton of it yeah a ton and um,
0: we're really scribes i mean we're there to document things to keep track of things keep track of times
2: yeah, so, anything that you see on TV where a cop is like, "Oh, I pinged the phone," "Oh, I did this," no, 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 they no. I ran not your we did that, do yeah. any of and that. you're welcome. Yeah, That's and right. it's
0: um, and I mean, no, no shade to our first responders. Oh, they right, can't, right, right, They're out in the field, of So course. They can't ping a phone or run criminal histories on people. We do that for them, and then we disseminate the information to them right. accordingly. Um, so yeah, it's not just talking on the radio, talking on the phone. We're doing a lot of other stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I. sorry. <laughs> Kaylee just looked at me like, were you just going to say something? Because yeah. I opened my mouth like I was going to say something. <laughs> I was going to say something. So here it goes. <laughs> oh, now we're going to be disappointed. Um, no, the. It, you're right. There are things that it's interesting, and I, I don't want to get too far off the beaten path, but there are some things that I know they can do but they just don't do it like, right because they have us to do it we do um, that's trouble yeah and you know the other thing is too is a lot of people don't realize so i don't want to give legitimacy to some of the television shows because a lot of that is is made for tv you know we're not we're not like Halle Berry running out and tracking down people Absolutely. right that movie that was, was not, so not. awful no. no offense Hallie oh my god you know, that movie it's was great, awful. like it was but,
0: it was okay until that point right, until, and then you're like yeah. wait a second you're like, right. this no. is getting Stop wild it. dispatcher
1: telecommunicator vigilante <laughs> <Right>. um <laughs> first no. of
0: all, we'd get arrested if we did that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for right. interfering right. with an active crime scene right. no. anyway. Yeah. And okay. most Sorry.
1: of us would probably bumble it up anyway. Yeah, you no. know? We would We're mess not that up most of us way. aren't in shape like Halle Berry is and mm. we didn't have the extensive police training that she did. Um, she
2: did actually sit in their in their center, yes. in LA center for a month, which I thought was That's nice. cool,
1: yeah. But the the unique <clears> ability that we have that I don't think a lot of people realize is and, and there's a meme, you know, you see it. I'm going to find you. I have a unique ability to find information about people, their locations, all kinds of stuff. Yeah.
0: We're professional nosy people. We are. Literally what we are. We
1: are.
2: So I good at it too. We
1: are. It's in, and everybody has a different resource, which is interesting. Um, We, uh, when I started, it was very, very interesting to me at the questions we asked, like they were very direct they're very blunt. Mm -hmm. And I came from a lot of jobs that, you know, were customer service oriented. You didn't ask those questions, right? You didn't poke like that. Those are questions you don't ask in the real world. That's was my thinking. And here it's just like, well, you need to know the answer. And I'm sorry to say, sometimes we just want to know the answer and I'll ask the question because I can, and it might be relevant. So it's it's may seem rude to people when we're asking certain questions but you know what there's a reason we're asking them in the majority of the time i say majority of the time it's not because we just want to know your personal business you know no it's, i don't it's i relevant. genuinely
0: don't care for the most part about people like your personal drama you call me and you say my i'm with my boyfriend and his ex-wife just showed up and now uh, I don't. I don't care. I'm more concerned about keeping everyone safe. Right. I don't care who is sleeping with who or right. what you put in your butt. I mean, it's funny. Oh, Um. but yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. OK. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to Um. not passing judgment, honestly. No, I'm really.
2: Absolutely not. Because no. it no. is what it is. A- hey.
0: And my job is to, you know, get right. you to the hospital safely and have that thing removed. Yeah.
2: And we hang up the phone and it's done. It's off to the next call. We don't we don't talk about it. We don't. No, I'm not later,
0: you know, going on Facebook and being like, oh my God, Joe Smith at 123 Main Street put a Snapple bottle in his
2: butt Right, we
1: have a little handy dandy notebook. No, I mean, amongst
0: amongst ourselves in the center, I'm like, whoa, dude, that that guy had a Snapple bottle in his butt, but I'm not (laughs) past that. I don't care. And
1: now the biggest thing I think is the curiosity is what did it say under the Snapple cap, right? Mm-hmm. If he had a Snapple cap. There all the gems what under the cap there. there. Correct. Yeah.
2: factoids and things. Right, yeah. right.
1: What inspiration do you have from your anus today? Right. I'm sorry, folks. That's, that's, I know it's inappropriate, and this is oh part of what God. we do. Oh, my God. I try to keep it as clean as possible, but sometimes it just comes that out. That
0: was, yeah, no.
1: I know. So, disgusting.
0: I mean, anyway, back but to... But this stuff does happen, though. Yes.
1: It's real. These are
2: calls that we take.
0: Back to our topic.
1: <laughs> So take so so Kaylee take us through.
0: Um, um so yeah that's
1: the phone rings yeah, right that's, so
0: so and it's again uh, so we answer the phones for all of these agencies and not just their non emergency lines I'm sorry not just their emergency lines we also answer their non emergency mm-hmm. lines so for these four police agencies and three fire agencies we answer their non emergency numbers as well. So a lot of the times these are people calling asking uh, where are the fireworks this year or what time is trick-or-treating or Or, um, how do I get in touch with animal control? And then we also handle, um, this is a weird one that a lot of people don't think about, we handle their after hours public works. Yeah. so their yeah, water yes, department us and street department—they're always us surprised well. when they
1: get us. Right? right. Yeah. They're like, oh, I didn't know I was calling the sheriff's right. office. Yeah.
0: Right, and people feel terrible, and I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. You called the right, because all of those lines are being transferred to us mm-hmm. through a switch at their agent, like at their department. And
1: there are some departments I know for us that we didn't even know came to us yep. afterwards. We're like the catch-all for we've everything got that, after five got p.m. We've had that
0: crop up recently or too, and we're like, sometimes. who are you trying to call? Oh, right. they're giving out this number for that. All right. Well, I'll try to help you. Um, We also do after hours uh, calls for a mental health organization in our area. Hmm. Um, So we answer calls for them after hours for their crisis line. Nice. And um, it's not like a typical, it's not like a suicide hotline. It's someone who has already been a client of this particular organization and they're in a crisis right now and need to talk to their counselor. Oh, okay. So instead of so giving out their counselors' numbers,
2: you're calling they call them and have us. Have them call. Okay. We okay. get in touch with their counselor. You're the middleman. Yeah. Is, okay. It's like us for the corner. It's hours.
1: it's a lot like that for in public works and public works. Um, yep. the highway departments. You know, yep. I, I I'm sure Kaylee will talk about it. But winter time comes, the the, the there's an accident and something leaked all over the road. Now it's frozen um, or it's They got in the accident because the roadway was iced over, so you have to call out the highway department to salt it, and then you have to maneuver, is this a county road, is it a state road, or is it a local road? road.
0: Yeah, I mean, the answer to that is, who knows? Yeah. We all just sort of argue about it until someone finally decides to (laughs) bite the bullet and show up, (laughs) it's kind of how that ends up going. It gets
1: muddy for us. Um, not to get again, too deep into the weeds because we could talk about a lot of this stuff yeah. for, for quite a while, but you know, there are some clear cut, uh, state routes in highways that you always know it's right. going to be the state to come mm-hmm. out and handle, whether it's a damaged guardrail or a pothole or snow or ice or whatever it right. is. Um, but when it starts getting to local roads, then you have to determine, is this a township or a town road, yep. and does this town use the actual township, or do they have a private service that they use that does this stuff, or or. Well, even, what?
0: like, my dad, um, in my dad's neighborhood, they are governed by three different townships as far as the roads go, and what ends up happening is no one plows, because no one knows that it's theirs. And no one ends up going up there. <laughs> and it's so weird because you're just like, okay, there's three of you. There's three different services that are supposed to be plowing up here and none of you do it. How does that end up it, happening? It never gets resolved. Yeah, it's the like, same thing. It's, it's you're, oh, const- it's not ours. It's yeah, theirs. It's a constant fight. And yeah. if you look at the jurisdictional map, it's, a, it's an absolute nightmare. Um, because it really is divided, so you know half of this street is one place, and then how do you only <laughs> three plow... three
2: feet west of theirs? Yeah, how
0: do you only plow half the street? And it's it's very confusing.
1: This um, happens though. This is the stuff that people never see. They see that the person comes out to help them, but they don't remember. They don't realize all the magic, right. air quotes magic that's right. happening it in the just background, happens. Yeah. like um, in in. I can say this w- with Kaylee being here because we intertwine jurisdictions with all of these agencies, and a lot of them you dispatch for. We
0: do, yeah. Like to put it in a little bit of perspective, the agency that I work for is within the county that mm-hmm. Norm and Brendan work yes, for. Yes, right. So we do work very closely with each other. We have a lot of jurisdictional lines that sort of cross and yeah. blend a little. Well, and, and weird. it gets to
1: a it gets to a point so and Kaylee can talk about it and we'll get into it Some There's a lot of similarities in the way we handle police because right. Brendan and I work for a police only agency. Um, and from the police side, an accident is a great example. You know, when you, when you have an accident at an intersection, you have to go look at it and see if it belongs to us or it belongs to you. Right. Okay. What some people don't realize is it's a four, four way intersection. The, two streets one to the east and one to the south belong to us but the the streets the going to the north corner. and to the west yeah. belong to you and then it's a matter of okay who has the intersection well right? who has
0: the intersection and also where did the where did this incident start yeah right because right. you can have maybe the accident was the result of a road rage incident and the road rate road rage incident sorry started like two miles down the road yeah and then it might end up that that's the agency that ends up taking the the entire report because right. it was the result of some other Correct. thing. Right.
1: Or just leaving the roadway. Right. Right? So <laughs> the street, this, <laughs> is, this is even or, great. Yeah, we've had yeah. this
0: happen where it's like the accident started in one jurisdiction, but the vehicle left the roadway and ended up in someone else's jurisdiction because right. that agency only has the road. Yeah. So, so it's like, okay, do we, do we take the report based on where it started or where it ended up? Yeah. Yeah and so. and
1: it depends on who you ask it i will does. tell you ours ours has always been where it left the road yeah but if it ploughs through somebody's house it's kind of like okay who's <laughs> who's handling do do? this yeah. and and right. it's going to be a really is ultimately going to be a joint venture because we're going to wind up having to call building and zoning out for a house or something along those lines.
0: So just imagine everything we've just talked about is about one fifteenth of all the things that we're thinking about with yeah. every incident that we take. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we are trying to, we are multitaskers. That is our job. We have, uh, something called split ear. So every dispatcher develops this skill, mm-hmm. I think, um, At some, hopefully at some point during their training, um, it's not really anything that you can teach someone to do, split ear. It's something that develops naturally on its own. Right. And it is the ability to pay attention to and absorb information um, through both of your ears, but the information is different in each ear, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. So I can be listening to my radio with my left ear, but also listening to a phone call with my right ear. Right.
1: Yeah. Yep. And you know what to listen to and what not to. So the the key is is, I may be on a call and everybody in the room is on a call and it's just standard and I'm not paying attention to it until I hear certain keywords, keywords. or certain sounds, yep. whatever the case may be. I may hear, oh, he has a gun. Oh, okay, I need the to I, gun, okay I need to be intention. focused on both of these things right now. Right. Otherwise, the rest I can pretty much just let it fly on by for the most part.
0: Right, and we've um. When we're training people, especially with fire, so our, just to go back, kind of go back to our original topic here, in our, in our center, the way it works is our fire dispatcher also handles the phones, um, both emergency and non-emergency. There's a lot of reasons for that. It's mostly because, um, I always make the joke that the fire department is our cat and the police department is our dog because mm. the fire department does not really need a whole lot of our attention. Mm. <laughs> Um, They're very self-sufficient. They can pretty much handle their own stuff. We're there to document things for them and get them a few resources when they need it. But we tell them where to go. They show up and they take over from there. Right. Whereas (laughs) our police... And this is... No, I'm not trying to talk badly about either one. Right. But with our police... We dispatch them to a call. We're giving them information while they're en route. They get there, then they're running people. They're asking us to run driver's licenses, check for warrants, check for criminal histories. Yes, right. They're asking us to check priors, get key holders, whatever. So they, they need a little bit more of our attention.
2: Right, right. So, Necessary
1: attention. Right, so it's exactly, not, yeah. So what you're saying is it's not everybody we all have high maintenance people in our right, lives yeah, like I'm, it, I'm it, not you know that's how it is right, but police being, <laughs> it's it's pertinent important information that they don't have time to do and what I think a lot of people don't understand and I think it's important for them to understand when it comes to how police operate um and and even fire to some extent um but police specifically if they're on a, a traffic stop it's better for them to ask us to run somebody and see if they have a warrant, the valid driver's license whatever than having their face in a computer, typing it into a computer and not attending to the person that's right. sitting in a vehicle in front of them exactly. or the couple that was just fighting, he has to go out to his car now to type it into a computer. Right. That's right. unsafe for everybody. It is. And it's for everybody
2: too time-consuming for them also yeah it is Take yeah. them twice as long to get through a i mean
0: they need the cliff's notes when right. they get out there like mm-hmm. is this person wanted nope okay great they don't need to know everything whatever right um but so yeah our fire department is a little bit more self-sufficient so the way our agency works is uh the person who is working our fire desk handles the phones and um when we're training them on the phones and to work both of those desks simultaneously What I always tell people is, you're not necessarily needing to hear the entire transmission the fire department is giving out, because they're going to say a lot of filler. Yeah. Um. All you need to catch is the keywords, Mm -hmm. such as "we're on scene," "we're transporting to the hospital," "we're at the hospital," and "we're returning." Right. That's really it. Um. Obviously, when we have um, that's that would just be for like a rescue call. Mm -hmm. If we have a call for like wires down or a structure fire you're going to give them a little bit more attention because they need other resources outside of us. So they're yeah. going to need the power company, the mm-hmm. gas company, whatever. Um, but yeah, our fire ban kind of takes up less of our attention, so then we can give some of our attention to the phones. So
1: can you give us an idea, to, to give you an idea, invite us. If we have, at least on our shift, so every shift, we at our agency we have three shifts, and we have rotating schedules of people. So we have, if we're fully staffed, we should have 27, 28 people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So on our shift, we have a total of nine people that overlap. So if everybody's there, uh, we should have six people total on any given day. Now, mind you, there's vacation days, there's sick time, you know, whatever, so we're filling in. So the way we're set up is we have, Four people that basically are responsible for answering phones, and that includes nine one one non emergency, and uh, we have one of those people is doing um, the leads NCIC work, which for those of you that don't know, that has to do with if uh, your laptop is stolen, and you have all the serial and all that good information, it can be put into a system so that if it goes gets hawked somewhere or they find it in somebody's car, it shows up. As stolen, that's not. It doesn't just automatically happen. Somebody actually has to enter it into a state database or national database. Same. It's national the same database.
0: database that we use for missing people, uh, for stolen vehicles, right. Right. for all of wanted
2: them. That's in quote unquote the system. In the system, right. yeah. yeah,
0: it's entered as missing or entered as stolen, or right. wanted, or and whatever.
2: So
1: what we have is then we have two people um, working the radio. So we have a position we call it the center position. That's the person that's actually dispatching so to on make make a clarification we use the term dispatcher for everything because you know it's, we, do, we do all yeah. of it right. right so telecommunicator if you want to call it that the more proper term if you will um, encompasses answering phones and then some days you're talking on the radio so a dispatcher uh, versus a call taker the dispatcher is actually on the radio dispatching calls to people um, in our center it's it's the center person and they have a backup So anything that gets run by uh, the officers on scene, the backup person is actually physically running it, the center person is communicating, putting that information that they said in the call, and the other person is doing all of the uh, background work. They run the license plates, they run the registered owners, or they run the people, they run the items, and they put it in the call, and then the other person disseminates it out there. But we have that luxury because we have that many people. Right. How many people do you guys usually have on a shift?
0: So our minimum, and I think this is true of a lot of dispatch centers, most dispatch centers are constantly working at minimums, minimum staffing, meaning that, um, that that's the minimum amount of people that you can have there.
1: Yeah, safely so have there. Two right? is ours. Okay.
0: Um, which is crazy because we're dispatching for seven agencies. Mm-hmm. So right. that's seven towns worth of. 911 uh, calls, non-emergency calls, and radio traffic, but we do have what's called a we call it a cover shift. Some people call it a power shift. So between our busier hours, uh, we do have a third person that comes in that is also required. So from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., we have to have a third person. It's required, but our minimum is two, which is yeah. Again, it's just it's yeah. wild to me.
1: Our minimum varies depends on the shift because mm-hmm. on midnight shift a lot of people so i always say it for us because we have three eight and a half hour shifts at our center some some places work 12 hours we also
0: we work 12 hour shifts all of our shifts are 12 so so.
1: ours are eight and a half hour shifts and with some overlap for changeover um pre-covid we went to roll call every day with our our deputies uh which was great you know Mm -hmm. because you get to see them you get to know them and that's important and i can imagine in an agency like you guys have you don't get to see all those people because you have so many different we don't yeah and
0: i I mentioned that before in the last episode (coughs) but we so we work in the basement of the agency that we are uh owned by um we're not really owned by the agency. We're owned by the town that the agency is for. Sure. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm being kind of vague. I'm trying not to name specific. Yeah. Well, towns, we don't. So this is a little bit confusing. Yeah. But, we're just um, trying to give it a general yeah,
1: overview. Yeah. Right? So
0: we work in the basement of one of our police agencies, and obviously, we before COVID saw them all the time. Um, we do have one agency that's sort of outlying. Um, they're still within our county, but they're a little bit further away from the rest of our towns. We rarely see them. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Um, They will occasionally, again, pre-COVID, they would occasionally stop by to pick up paperwork or even just to say hi when they had a chance. Um, But we're a little bit too far out for them to stop by regularly. So, yeah, it is kind of strange because we work with them every single day. We have the same shift of people that work there with us every single day. But I I wouldn't know them if I saw them on the street.
1: So what I... (laughs) Uh, right and that's the luxury we have i mean i think we pretty much know everyone we know everyone from yeah. all the shifts because we work overtime on other shifts and we'll go to those roll calls as well some of those people have already been on our shift previously mm-hmm. or we were on a different shift with them so eventually you, you get to know a lot of them more or less even by look or by name and in voice especially
0: yeah i mean if if that's the thing i would recognize any of their voices yeah we work with them all the time we definitely know them we joke around with them it's not like we don't have a relationship at all. Right. But yeah a lot of the time if they walked up to me in the store i would have no idea yeah. who they are it's <laughs> almost like a
1: it's almost like a more important facebook friendship right yeah we actually you know? i mean we
0: got um in the habit of uh, this was a few years ago we got in the habit of taking a christmas photo of the whole center And sending it out to all of our departments with our names and badge numbers next to our faces, so that they could uh, could know who we are. And it's funny because a couple of our agencies hung it up, hung up the photo next to their phone, so that when we answer with our badge number, they go, "Oh, uh, Kaylee, hey, Kaylee, what's up?" And it's you can hear them searching for your photo, like whose badge number is that? Oh, it's oh, hey, you know that's cool though that they took the effort. They make the effort to do that. Yeah, I love it. I think it's really because a lot of them now. Um, don't have to look they just right. they know our badge number they know our voice yeah so I th- well, think it's adorable <laughs> and
1: you know that's that's what I was gonna say the only ones that we don't know are the ones that have started working for us after COVID because yeah. they couldn't come in and sit with us same, yeah, same you with know they us. couldn't do certain things Um, but with us we have like I was saying we have eight and a half hour shifts and each shift is uh, has a different minimum so I always say that day shift gets a lot of the... They get a mix, but they get a lot of the administrative calls uh, during the day. And then when we come on shift, which is between 2.30 and 3 o'clock, and we're there till 11, we start off with some of that, but we have a mix and then it slowly turns over to other types of calls. And then I always say if there's something happening on midnights, which there's not a a ton that happens regularly on the midnight shift, but when it does it's something like the calls that come into oh, yeah. midnights aren't the general generic question calls right, for not the, part. The, There's but a burglar right. in
0: my driveway yeah. or right. something like that right. it's the you know my neighbor's shooting a gun outside right. and yeah, right. I don't I don't know what to do yeah,
2: or it's right. ringing 911 you know yeah. you know something is going on Absolutely. It's not, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's
1: it's it, something is happening there, there's no doubt about it and, and I mean, it I don't
0: know if it's true for you guys too so <clears throat> our day shift is I want to say, I'm just gonna guess here. I would say probably three times as busy as our midnight shift is.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that. Taking, Both of them. I mean, just the yeah. amount
0: of calls that we're getting, and um, people always think that the weekends are busier. They're not actually.
1: No. I always we are, I always laughed in in our county. So there's a, a joke. Several years ago, I said Thursday night is ladies' night because I swear <laughs> that's the night that. It was all of the ladies that were calling in for of stuff. Yes. So that was the joke. And sure enough, man, Thursday would roll around and all these calls would come in. And it was usually involving a a woman of some sort, whether she was the offender, but it was just nonstop ladies. I'm like, hey. And I I would talk to my partner at that time. I'm like, what day is it? She's like, it's Thursday. I'm like, and what's Thursday? Oh, "Oh, ladies ladies night." night. I'm like, there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I Wednesday and Thursday are probably our they're Monday the too days. are super busy for us. And I honestly, my theory is that people want to enjoy their weekend. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to enjoy their weekend, so they're not going to call and bother with the police department and waste their weekend by filing a police report. Right. Monday morning, when they have to go back to work, suddenly at eight a.m., they right. need to report that their vehicle was stolen on yes. Friday night, and right. it's like. Why didn't you report this on Friday night? Well, I was busy. You were busy. Your car was stolen. What do you? Right. What were what? you busy doing? You, you didn't weren't have driving anything. anywhere. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's weird because we get a ton of calls Ugh. on Monday morning because now that the weekend's over, I feel like everyone kind of wants to get out of going to work. Yeah. So then they make up <laughs> like a. Yeah. Oh, someone! Someone stole all the money out of my, you know, <laughs> cabinet that I keep it in at home. I don't know how that happened, but I need to make a report about right. it now.
1: In the middle of my party, I right. noticed all my money gone. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
2: People call. It, it just reminds me of like we'll we'll have like severe weather events like blizzard or you know like it's just an absolute shit show outside mm-hmm. and people. I need to make a theft report or identity theft report. It happened a couple months ago. And mm, it's like, right, yeah. right now. Right now? Yeah. <laughs> it's important. You understand well, what's going on. Right? They, no, but see, this is the... Th-
1: okay, so I get into... My wife and I, we get into discussions all the time about how people are. And they are self-absorbed and they aren't thinking about anything else. They figure they're home, so why not? Right. You know, I'm home now. It's convenient for me, so why not? Well, Let's and, just you know, do this now.
0: That's the thing. At the end of the day... Um, we've, we've talked about this a lot in kind of both ways. So when you're dealing with like, let's say an officer involved shooting, you have that going on at one of your agencies and some lady is calling you on a non-emergency line to report that her bank account was hacked. It's not her fault. She doesn't know what's going on. Right. Right. She's not dealing with what you're dealing with. Right. So, um, we've talked a lot about like the level of service that you need to continue to provide to people, even though you're having a bad day, because right? yes. it's not their fault yeah, that you're right. having. But yeah, it is. See, I think with that's stuff like that, because we, we've had an incident at one of my agencies where there was an officer involved shooting. And, uh, unfortunately the officer did end up passing and it was a huge, huge thing. It was a big deal. And people were calling in the middle of that to say, you know, uh, I I tried to get gas and my my card isn't working and I think someone and I'm like do you think I care at all right now? <laughs> like it's so tough to be like do you have you looked up there's helicopters right there's helicopters and there are 500 officers here from other agencies and you're calling about the please go home and and call your bank and turn your debit card off we don't have time for this but you have to just right. deep breath well the not your fault yes. Yeah, they I don't agree. know what's going on. Right. I
1: agree with you 100%. You can't, they, they can't, your stuff is your stuff. Yep. It's not theirs. And they're calling because they don't know who else to, to call. Exactly. So this is a great example. I just, like I said, we get into these discussions all the time at home. And I just said um, the same thing. These people call for different reasons. And um, a part of it was, and, and this will be a whole other podcast because it was it it was politics it was everything right but it had to do with how there are some agencies out there that have incorporated uh, psychologists or social workers into their their call volume to handle right so the whole point in the conversation was right now it there's a lot of training that would would have to take place for that to happen on all levels right especially the public because 911's been in existence for a very long time now. Right. And they know that that's the only thing they can possibly call. Right. So the questions come up sometimes. Well, why don't they call this? Because they don't know. Right. And they haven't been educated that this is what they do. And then there are some that are just lazy. And they'll call it because they're not going to look it up. They want us to look it up right. and, and give it know to who them. I to call. One, it's yeah.
0: also, I mean, it's, it's, it's relative too because... It's such a huge focus for us because we're in this industry, mm-hmm. and uh, not everyone does this. So they have no idea that there are other resources right. that you can grab from that right. aren't necessarily like we, we just talked about this. We had so many people calling last week, and just uh, so this makes sense. The election has just ended, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, As we're recording this. Um, Kind of. So, yeah, it's weird. (laughs) Who knows, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be over anytime soon. But um, election day was last week. We'll say that. Mm -hmm. So we had so many people calling and asking where their polling place was.
3: Hmm.
0: And I'm like, listen, I'm more than happy to help because I want people to go out and vote, right? So I will look it up for you. Why are you calling the police department? Mm -hmm. I have no idea why you would? We have no clue. Well, I don't and, know where your polling place is. Yeah, right.
1: I think sometimes. But they don't know
0: though, who else to call. So
1: here's the question, though, and this is a, this is a great question because <laughs> we talked about it a little bit earlier. Who did they call? So maybe they called the county building and they right. automatically routed it out to you. And yet we think. They're calling us, and they didn't. They just got pushed over to us right. because well, and of this. Well, we've had
0: pe- people call and say, well, I called the Village Hall, and they told me to call you. And I'm like, that's really strange, because I don't know why they would think that we would know. Yeah.
1: And guess what? It's at yeah. your Village Hall.
0: Right, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, it's at it's your right municipal next, building. It's right Usually, next door to your Village Hall. Not always, but, um, yeah, I mean, so many people were calling and asking, where do I go vote? And I'm like, it depends. So I'm... Then I'm sitting there on Google looking up their address and looking up the closest polling, which they could do very easily, or they could go, they could call their village hall and ask, they could call their parks and rec building and ask, because it's probably there too.
1: Make no mistake though, people will call 911 for that same stuff, and that's the one thing that you should not be doing. Right. Right. Where's my polling place? I don't know how to find it. This isn't, 911 isn't information. Right. right? That's 411. Yeah. And you're going to pay a buck 50 or whatever it is to to utilize that service. But don't call 911 for that stuff. It's It's not an emergency. But
0: you know what? Like, here's the thing. If I'm not busy, if I don't have some huge emergency going on. You bet. It's easier to just help these people and get them off the line. Right. Than it is to tell them, like, to chastise them for calling 911 and yell at them and have yes. them hang up and call back on non emergency Whatever. Right. So I just If they're, so they're going to call
2: back on the same... Because basically... They're going to call back and
0: get the same person. Right.
2: Because emergency <laughs> and non-emergency lines typically go to... The same, the place. same place. Yeah. So it's like, why... why even, Nope, you have to call the non-emergency line and you'll probably speak to me. So that's... there's. You're absolutely so I'm just right. going to stay on the phone. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll help you. Um yeah.
0: if they need to be transferred, unfortunately, I don't know if this is true of everywhere. We cannot transfer our 911 lines to non-emergency lines.
2: We have an admin transfer button. It transfers so we can it take them off, off of, of 911 and then we okay. can transfer to the admin line. Mm-hmm.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So we yeah, we can't do that. No. Interesting.
2: That's interesting. I, don't I, I thought think that was so. a pretty Someone I work
0: with is going to listen to this and be like, yes, we can, you idiot. I thought we had this. (laughs) It's just something that I didn't know about. You know what? It's just like
1: transferring a 911 call. If I don't have a button for it, I have no idea how that process works to transfer to some other 911. I have a list of all those, but I have no clue as to how to do that.
2: Can we please talk about that for a second? So uh, maybe it's just me, but I'm constantly getting calls on 911 for people who need police agencies that are so far away. Yes. We do not have this directory to transfer no. to any 911 center that there is. So we
0: we can transfer within uh, our state and to, we're close to a state line, so we can also transfer to the uh, southern agencies of that state. Yes, right. Outside of that, um, I think people are mistaken a lot of the time that 911 that we are sitting in some giant 911 center Mm -hmm. in the middle of the country, and we're all, you know, like it's a, (laughs) (laughs) some, you know, it's like Amazon's customer service center. Like, that's not, that's not the case. Um, Your 911 calls, no matter where you live, are going to a local agency. Mm -hmm. It might not be your specific town. It could be a consolidated center like mine. It could be um, a a one agency center like you guys. But it's going to your some of your local jurisdiction somewhere. Yeah. So when you call nine one one because your friend, um, you know, you live in Florida and your friend in Texas is talking about committing suicide, if you call nine one one in Florida, you're going to get your local nine one one center and right. they're not going to be able to transfer you
1: correct
0: to Texas. Correct. That's right. not how that works.
1: You so would probably be better off. Quickly googling the local the number, local, the local and trying police to department
0: there, which is not going to be nine one one. It's going to be their local non emergency number. And even if you don't hit the nail right on the head the first time, they'll they'll be close yeah. enough to whatever agency you need to right. get to they that they'll be able out. to transfer you. Correct.
1: Because the the point of that being is time, right? right so time. a nine one one call is critical, especially for something like that. Your friends talking about killing themselves.
0: We want to the, get them help as fast correct. as we can. So if
1: you call me on 911, now I am Googling a number for you. Right. And hopefully it's the correct number because right. it might just but go to know. a department. Yeah. It may not actually go to their dispatch center. Right. And you're going to get stuck in a phone tree somewhere. Or so, if it's a
2: small town, you'll just get like a voicemail. Right. Right.
1: We have to spend time doing this. This is part of our day, right? This, right. this right. plays into all of it. So there's plenty of times that I will look the number up. And most of the time, we'll, we will, because we have that ability, to transfer them off of 911 to one of our internal numbers, and then we can transfer out to the other agency. Yeah, if right. there's time, otherwise we'll provide the number. But what my I concern do, is always the, the phone tree issue that right. they get stuck into.
2: What I do is, um, and, and to narrow the focus a little bit on that, like if we're talking about like if, if someone's calling for their parent uh, that lives far away and they're having a medical issue, it's very important that you have these numbers stored on your phone already. If you have family that lives somewhere else and they they have a known medical issue where they're in constant need, not constant need, but you know that on occasion they'll have to go to the hospital. Yeah, or, or periodically something they're right.
0: having a medical emergency. Yep. You
2: should have the non-emergency number for the police, Absolutely. fire, and rescue programmed in your phone, as Norm said, because of the time-sensitive issue. If it's a major medical issue, for me, for example, if someone calls me for this for this issue... And we're in the Chicago area, so someone calls and says, "Oh, my my mom in Columbus is having a heart attack. I need I need rescue there." Okay, well this is this is huge, right? You know, so what I have to do is is I have to Google the number, but I'm not going to blind transfer you there because that's I can't do that, right? I have to make sure that the number that I found works, correct? Then I have to give them I have to call them first make sure that that address is for them, make sure that that address is for them for rescue, Right. then tell them what's going on, then get the lady back on the line and tell her, oh, I'm gonna transfer you back. In the meantime, like five minutes has passed and that's critical. If we're
0: having a stroke or a heart attack,
2: right? Yeah. that, that a could a be the huge difference issue. between life
0: and death. And yeah, like we were, again, so my, my agency, <laughs> um, we dispatch for police departments that we don't dispatch for their fire department as right. well mm-hmm. right? and vice versa. So that's the other thing. You might get in touch with the Columbus police department, but you actually need the Columbus fire department and they're exactly. dispatched at two different agencies.
2: Right. And that's going to take even longer now.
0: Right. So again, it's, it's confusing, but if you can find those non-emergency numbers first, right. make it a point to do them that in your phone. Yeah.
1: It there's saves so one much time. It does. Right? I think the big one is, is like the example you gave, Brendan, is the um, you have family somewhere else and you know they are going to need assistance. Your friend or your Facebook friend or whoever it is that lives halfway across the country, you don't know. All you know is they're telling you this, that they're going to hurt themselves. Right. What choice do they have? You know, They probably are only communicating to them through Facebook Messenger right. and they have no way. Well, okay. If the and reality is you don't actually address. know if they live there, right? That's especially if it's yeah. not
2: really a friend. It's more of an acquaintance. And right. you're Like
0: we have that happen really often where we have someone's and again, like I'm not trying to discourage people from calling. If you have a friend on Facebook who you've never met in person, you don't really know them that well, but they right. are making some kind of suicidal statement or, or they're having a medical emergency and they're asking for help. Um, if you don't know their name or their address, it's going to be really difficult for us to track them down. Right.
2: Um, and we can try, like, if their Facebook page is public, we can try to gather try information to off out. of that, yeah. where they are, where they work, or what have you. Right. I've done that. But I've even talked to people on Facebook if their page was public and, you right. know, and you know sent what's them going on. Right, sent them a message. On, you yeah, know?
0: exactly, what's happening. Um,
2: but if their if page is p- private, then we Their page is private really if their
0: name is not, because mm-hmm. my real name isn't on my Facebook, my, my full name is not on my Facebook page. Yeah. So if someone tried to um, look up, my address in our system yeah. using the name that I have displayed on my, they're not going to find anything. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, knowing an address, knowing even just a town is like a good place to narrow it down. Cause we've had people call and they're like, I don't know. He lives in Idaho. Okay. A County even like any right. anything. Yeah. No, I have no clue. I
1: think, yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's difficult. And then of course, if you live in a common County name, you know, like ours, like Lake County, uh, correct? Yeah, it's a There's huge There's a zillion of those throughout the country
0: because we are not. This isn't CSI. This isn't Minority Report. We well, don't have precog units was... that can tell us everything. No, movie, by the way, I do. Either. It's it's great. <laughs> it's a great movie. Um, but we are not. The technology that they portray on TV yeah. is not real for the most part. Right. No. Um, We're
1: not dragging things in the sky and all these crazy touch screens that we can move things around. don't have the that we, holograms that we no. use
0: to like maneuver information around. Right, no.
1: that's not happening. That, that would, would be not, amazing.
2: Uh, if it would be. I, um, would, yeah. I would never call in sick. No.
0: <laughs> no. I mean, and it's, it's like a huge really anyway, misconception <clears throat> that we can find your location if you call 911. And I actually just talked about this in a Saturday School episode. Because we can't always get your location from your cell phone when you call no. 911. No. Right. It depends you, on your phone, depends on your service, depends right. on um, where you are. and
2: It's very rarely our equipment that's failing if yep. we can't find you. Yeah, It's your communication from your phone. And we, to, we can do
0: a whole episode about how that yes. technology works right. and what that well, is. Well, not just but, the
1: technology, but the attitude towards it, right? So right. somebody calls you on 911 from their cell phone and they get the wrong agency. And then you're like, well, hang on, let me, let me transfer you over to this agency. Well, that's who I thought I called. Okay, listen.
0: When you call 911, you, you don't have a choice of who you right, call. That's
1: correct.
2: correct. The Closest available don't, cell phone tower.
1: Don't yeah. get pissy, okay? You're the one that needs help, and I'm willing to get you to where you need to go quickly. It's
0: going to take a second. That's
1: right. That's yeah. all. It, it's nothing that anybody did. Nothing's broken. It's right. just how the system works down sometimes. Down. And let's... I wanted to touch on this really really quickly because there's so much interagency... Um, communication and we all have to kind of work together right, right? so <clears throat> I hear different things sometimes about certain places um, I've experienced you know using the example of national 911 or not having a number for another area in the in the sake of time because I'll be honest I don't know how to dial some random agency in downstate Illinois somewhere to their 911 line right yeah, and for me to try and figure that out I would be a lot easier to to transfer them to the next closest agency asking you to transfer them. If you are that next agency, don't give me crap about asking you to transfer it because the majority of us have a button that you can press and it will transfer them. You're not working that much harder because I asked you to transfer this call (laughs) over to somebody else. (laughs) I won't do it to you if you call me from south of me and you need to go north but you don't have it built into your system. I'm not going to do it right, to you. Yeah, we've hang on have had that on where people second. are
0: actually trying to get over the state line. Yes. And because we're one of the <clears> closer <throat> agencies to that state line. Correct. We've had people got... an hour, two hours south call. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can I can yeah. hit you up Hang on there. one we'll, second. <laughs> on. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, that's my bad
1: finger. I'm not going to be able to do that for you today. No, come on. No, Don't but it's give sort me of a crap. slingshot
0: thing. you got to go out other agencies. It's about time. There's been a few times where I've called state police and asked them, can you transfer me? Yeah. Because I don't know where this is. It's right, three right. hours away from me. And they're like, Oh yeah, we have that programmed because right. the state agency is all yeah. over the state. They, they have know. a zillion. Right,
1: right. And so. I in in I think that's a big part of it. I, I we all do the same job, essentially. Maybe do, some yeah. of us do it better than others. Some but, of mean, us do it more frequently or whatever. Yeah. We still have the same responsibilities to the people that we're helping. So if I call you and you do not need to give me attitude because I don't do it. I don't usually give people attitude when they call me. Yeah, what do you need? What do you need? Don't don't waste my time, of course. Right. You know, we need to get this taken care of, but don't be a jerk. Right. I, didn't, I am not the one that pissed on your Wheaties today, so do mm-hmm. not give yeah, it to me. It's not my fault.
0: Interoperability I'm, is a huge deal with us. Um, yes.
1: And I think that's a subject that I, I think... Would be a great subject for us to talk about. To see, it this is, is yeah. a whole fact-finding, podcast-finding podcast. Podcast-finding
0: podcast? podcast, finding podcast? <laughs> yes, it's so very it sort of Inception a little bit?
1: Hmm. Yes.
2: Yeah. A podcast
0: a within a podcast? Um, yeah, no, it's... What we do is a lot of things. We don't just talk on the phone. We don't just talk on the radio. No, no.
1: And um, we don't just sit and watch TV, and we don't just... No. There are days where there's nothing... So what I think a lot of people don't understand is when... Uh, hell hasn't broken loose. There's nothing for us to do. A lot, right. of but times. there is.
0: I mean, there is a lot for us to do. I know that we, um, different agencies. Again, I'm not. We're not giving you these examples as this is what happens in every dispatch center. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you examples of what happens in my dispatch. Center. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have training. We're constantly training, um, and we also have something called quality assurance checks, um, and this is. Kind of a weird aspect of the job that a lot of people don't think about um so we have what's called a cad if you've ever heard that term computer aided dispatch is what it sounds what it stands for mm-hmm. it's a computer program that helps us kind of keep track of where all of our units are and um so when we get a police incident for instance um we create an incident in the cad for them they the officer is able to see it from their screen Um, We can attach people's driver's licenses, people's license plates, notes about whatever the incident is. Um, We do this for all of our calls that come in. Um, Our quality assurance checks, we actually go back in to every call that we have taken and put into the CAD, and we make sure that everything is attached, that um, everything Hmm. in the CAD incident is correct, that the nature code of the call is correct because we can break up incidents by nature
3: code.
1: But who does that? We do. No, who is we? Uh, all of you? The dispatchers, so, yes. Everyone So you in guys, dispatch. as dispatch, can go back and look at all of them and QA all of the calls. Correct. And then is there a report or something that you guys fill out for that?
0: Um, no. So <clears throat> we have, like, an Excel spreadsheet that we go in. And, um, like, so, it, again, different agencies do it differently. We have it broken up by 24-hour period. So in our agency dispatchers are responsible for a day
3: yeah
0: um so okay. for an example mine is Wednesdays let's say I'm responsible for Wednesdays so whenever I'm on shift I go back into Wednesdays a Wednesday and I, I look through all of the incidents for all of our police agencies so all four agencies and then I pull up how many calls would you say that is um on average. a 24-hour period for us is somewhere between 150 and 200 okay Um, And that's for, again, all four agencies, so it's not just one police department. And then I open up this Excel spreadsheet, and as I'm going through each incident and checking that everything's there, if something's not there or it's missing, I'll mark it on this Excel spreadsheet. Okay. And then, at the end of the day, the person whose Excel spreadsheet that was, like, we all have our own for mistakes that we've Mm -hmm. made, they then go through it and correct the incident. So they add things that need to be added, they... um. Sometimes we're just missing a phone number or a complainant okay. name, something so like that.
1: When you have those, when you say um, 100, 150 calls for a 24 hour period, mm-hmm. is that calls for service or is that all calls? All calls. Okay. So some of those you don't have to yeah, really QA them, because yeah, it's officer be, you know, initiated like five subdivision or 10 patrol. Foot patrols, subdivision yeah. patrol. Okay. We don't okay.
0: QA those because we didn't really do okay. anything with that.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but everything else we so do. So to go give
1: through. you an idea, um, on our shift at our agency is 100 to 150 calls,
0: yeah. On our shift, right?
1: And we have two other shifts that, so um, there's a, obviously, well, yeah, a I mean, you guys, in are way, as far yeah. as call volume and that type of thing goes, so there's, and, and it's interesting that you guys have the ability to do that. I wanted to pick on you for using an Excel spreadsheet, but we don't even have that. So we're not you guys doing don't do that any stuff. Of QA? No, we don't have no. any QA. Yeah. we um, um, we kind of self police. I will I say, think, yeah.
2: I, Kent wants it. Our director yes. wants right. it, and he he tasked me with that, um, like two years ago, I want to say, um, but I was busy with my RPL and I just I didn't have time. Uh, but I actually just put in yesterday yeah, did. for a QA class. Well, for and I Nina. think the
0: big part there. I don't let me know who you're going through because there was a QA class that I took a couple years ago that was. Phenomenal. Yeah. It was, I think it was Sirapco or Nina.
2: This, this one's Nina. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, I think the big part of it for us is that we are, so because we're a consolidated center, these agencies are paying us to do this work for yeah,
2: them. Yeah, of course.
0: So we want to make sure that we're doing it right, right. That they're getting their money's worth. Correct. You know, we want to make sure that we are attaching everything. Um, we attach void cards, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Um, so yeah, that's a big part of the reason is that we want to maintain that level of- service to our agencies to ensure well, that
1: it's alright. I think it's, um, it's critical because you are, like you just said, you're consolidated because you're billing them for this stuff. Right. And it's almost like you're different because there are some, like we said at the beginning, that are, they're like a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are functioning that same way, but some of them are their own entity, not part of a department or a city or whatever the case may be right Um, so you have to treat it like that because of the service that you're providing for them so you have to give that stuff to them because they need to know that they're getting what they signed up for whereas where we're at um, it's helpful would be helpful for us to know you know critical things that are missed um, or not included in there it's, I have a, I find I'm having a little bit of an inner struggle with this right at the moment because when it comes to police calls, um, and that's really the only thing I can speak to,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, when it comes to police calls, critical information is critical right then and warrants, void cards, depending on concealed carry cards, because right. just because somebody has a, a void card and for those of you that don't have them in your States, it's a firearms owner identification card. Um, so in our state, you have to have one if you want to own a firearm. If you want to conceal carry it, you have to get that license as separate, well.
0: It's a separate license. So right. just
1: because somebody has a FOID card doesn't necessarily even mean they own a gun. Right. There's a lot of people that got them thinking maybe they would and they never purchased it. Single um,
3: conceal carry.
1: But, but concealed carry, there's a little bit higher of a chance that they are going to have a gun because you had to go train and use a gun. Right. And there, it costs I money, think it's, doesn't it? yes. yeah. it's a little, a significant amount. you yeah. would, the probability of them having a gun it's, is much higher yeah. because they're going to that extra step to be able to purchase. I know but not also, all of them. Have but I mean,
0: it. it's also a little safer because <clears throat> we now know that this person has been fully. Correct. Headed. Correct. So, and is okay, to But that,
1: have a gun. that information right. is important yeah. for, for our men and women to have. Because, in the moment. Correct. But um, there's some stuff that, you know, if they're going out to this call and that doesn't get included, if, if the officer runs it, it, it better be in the call. Right. right. Because that's the whole purpose. But if it's something that you might have gotten ahead of time, but it's not critical, is it important for it to be in there? I don't know. So
0: for us, the big the big thing, and this is something that um I talk a lot about with my trainees, with my coworkers in general, it's about um, court purposes and liability. So anyone has access to the FOIA system right now, right? We're at the Freedom of Information Act where you can come into a police department and ask about... um. Incidents pertaining to a specific person, to a specific address. Anyone can go get those reports. Mm -hmm. Especially for court purposes, CAD incidents, printed out CAD incidents, are used a lot in court cases. Mm -hmm. Um, So we want to make sure that those documents are full and complete so that the liability does not rest on us.
1: Yes. And I definitely want to debate this point with you at some point in time. (laughs) Because we're, we're over an hour right now and, okay. and um, we have some really? very good uh, things that we could discuss when it comes to this. Because um, I've, yeah, it's just welling up inside me right now. Awesome. Um, so, I can tell. <clears throat> no, it's all good stuff. And it's, I, I like to, we've had this discussion before with other stuff and I like to discuss it from both aspects because for me, I'm truly learning, Right. I may have a specific opinion, but that doesn't mean I'm closed off to hearing uh, a better reasoning and that will help me shape, have a better opinion of, of right. uh, a, a more informed in opinion, right? So anyway, um, so day in the life of a dispatcher. You come in, you're you obviously you're answering every single call and people don't realize how many calls that can be. Right. So just because that's a point I want to make actually real quick is You talked about on a, on a, on a, in a given day, you have 150 CAD calls. I don't want people to confuse that with phone calls because those are not every phone call gets an incident that gets created. Just like not every incident, at least for our department, gets a report. There are some departments I know pull a report number for every incident they put in. Right. I don't know how they do that. Um, But okay. Whatever floats your boat. Um, But When you get a phone call, you have to determine if it's going to require a police, fire, rescue response. Yes? Okay. And then you're tasked with entering all that information into the CAD system, and then it gets disseminated to whoever you're going to do it. So whether police or fire or both. So you could... Realistically, do you know what your call numbers are? Honestly, on a given day? I,
0: I don't know. Um, I know that it's not anything crazy. Obviously, if we have somewhere between one hundred and fifty to two hundred cat incidents a day, um, it's probably around a hundred actual phone calls.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, something like that in a twenty four hour period, and obviously right. that is different. Um, depending on the situation. Like when we we just had a couple of months ago a huge storm that came through the area that ended up causing. It was like 15 tornadoes yeah. in our state.
3: yeah.
0: Um, and in that period of time, we had, you know, like 80 fire calls only, like 80 fire calls, 80, I'm sorry, 80 fire incidents, like cat yes. incidents
1: Yeah.
0: in that one hour period. Right,
1: but you could have gotten 10 calls for one of those incidents right. because it's, that many people called in.
0: Well, no, 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 like there were 80 cat incidents. And then some of those, yeah, were called in multiple times, but we didn't create
1: multiple calls. It's like us. So, by us, the uh, state tollways run through our county, of course. They run through all the counties. So, anything that happens on the tollway, we're the first person to get the phone call.
3: Yeah, you're
1: getting it from 911. So, what will happen to us is, and we're not even creating an incident for it, we're transferring it to the state police because they handle the tollway. But we will get. 10 15 calls for a couch on the highway, you know, that fell out of somebody's truck and it's about to create, (laughs) and you we have to transfer. Uh, I don't transfer every single one of those. If I know for sure the state police have gotten two or three calls and they've literally talked to somebody, I'll be like, they are aware, right? They are en en route because I'll sit on the phone for three minutes waiting for their phones to be right. answered because they're just that busy because they don't have many people answering the phones.
0: Yeah, and us for liability purposes, purposes we would transfer every single yeah. one of those See, calls. we
1: don't and and hmm. if I know they've gotten it and we know they're responding. If so I won't so, trust the fact that yeah. one call, but if I heard my partner call and talk to somebody and I've already transferred two and somebody else did, I don't I feel like I'm inundating them with general information about people driving down the highway and seeing a couch right. on the highway
0: so and I'll, I'll give you an example as to why we do that um so this is an incident that happened many years ago it's already been investigated and handled so I'm, mm-hmm. obviously i'm not giving away any privileged information but and it was my call so i can talk about it um So we had uh, an incident going on in a neighboring town. So not a town that we dispatch for, but we share a radio with them. Mm -hmm. We send mutual aid to their fire department all the time. So their town was working a water rescue incident. Someone was actively drowning. They were sending boats out to try to rescue the person. While the units were still en route to that incident, I got a 911 call for someone who was uh, requesting a water rescue. It's it's not a common incident to get, uh-huh. so to get two at the same time is very, very rare.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Um, And when this person gave me the name of the lake that they were on, it matched the lake that the
3: uh-huh.
0: already going on water incident was happening in. So I said, did someone else there already call 911? And he sort of like, "Um, I don't know, possibly. And I said, okay, well, you know... Uh, this agency is already working a water rescue incident at that same lake. And he's like, oh, okay, then yeah, someone else must have called 911. And I said, okay, well, um, do you see the fire department there? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I I see them pulling up right now. And I said, okay, great. And I hung up the phone. And this is what I mean. It was not our water rescue incident. It was a neighboring agency. Mm -hmm. We happened to get this sort of... uh, seemingly overflow 911 call that came to our center instead and I said okay well they're already there cool and disconnected um something felt weird about this to me Mm -hmm. so within and I I mean I I know all the times again because it was my incident I remember what happened and I looked it up within 30 seconds I ended up calling the person back Mm -hmm. Um, because something just felt off and I said hey, I just want to make sure that the fire department sees you and that they're out there with you. And he's like, you know what? Actually, they ended up passing me. They they didn't stop here. And I said, okay, are you sure you're at this lake? Because we have a lot of lakes in our um, area that are all connected through channels and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, he said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in this lake. I'm in this lake. And I said, are you are you positive? And I'm trying to get his uh, location from his cell phone. It's now working. Classic example of why you should know where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um his cell phone location is not working. And I'm like, are you, are you positive? And after like a minute of me trying to verify with him, he's like, Oh my God, have I been saying this lake? I meant this lake. He was in a completely different lake. It was a completely different water rescue. Mm -hmm. There was a second person that was drowning. Um, and because I never passed that call over to the agency that was handling the water rescue to make that determination, we have now delayed yeah. this call from getting sure. dispatched out because I sure. made the assumption it was theirs. I said they're already there, and I hung up. Yeah, so that's why every single nine one one call we get, even if we know that the agency who's handling the call knows about right. the incident already, we still right. get, we still transfer the call.
1: And I I feel like for us it's it's slightly different if if the person calls me and says there's a couch in the middle of the roadway on 90 it is 94. yeah and obviously that's at a different this location, situation we'll say is it right here yes okay great then they've they're on the way we we will usually verify where it is but at but so just but just to put like yeah some so let me ask this some, real fast but you know. i mean
0: some some liability thing there so let's say they already do know about yeah. the couch
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's say weird situation There is actually a second couch that's in a slightly different location. Let's say it's a furniture truck that was moving furniture, Mm -hmm. and they did drop two couches. Mm -hmm. Let's say the guy that called in your couch, um, that couch ends up causing a fatal accident, and you never transferred that to that agency, so they didn't know there was a second couch in the roadway. Mm -hmm. So that's why... Do you understand what I'm saying? I know I it's do. like a wild scenario that would it, probably never happen. And I feel like
1: yeah, no, makes sense. Our Absolutely. entire job is it does wild make scenarios sense. that could probably never happen. You're so. correct. Right. And I feel like it, when it comes to police, we have a little bit more leeway than it does to fire rescue, right? right. To, to some extent, mm-hmm. w- with the way we handle things. Yeah. So in that case, using that specific example. No, because I know odds are if I just transferred that call over to the state police, it's they're going to be 15 minutes away. My call to them would not have changed anything because it would have been couching the roadway to them. And if it caused a fatal accident, it caused a fatal accident. And that's terrible. It's not anything we ever want to see happen. However, I know that we're not talking about your agency to the next agency. Right. And in this case, I don't think... You knew something wasn't right, and there was also a part of you that went, ah, "Maybe I should take that a little further and make sure that that right. person is there." And right. And I
0: mean, especially with that scenario, I it was the same thing. I Don't was, think. Yeah.
1: I truly don't think had you transferred it initially, that that call would have went differently. On the other no. end of things, and that's they would have I was handled it say. the way you did the first time, and very possibly they
0: would have said, "We're on the way," and yep, hung up. Correct. The other thing, too, and, you know, I felt awful about this, obviously, I I don't want to say that there was disciplinary action, but I I definitely was reprimanded for this. I had to do additional training because of it. Sure. Because it was the wrong thing for me to do. It was wrong. However, um, and I hate to say this because I don't think the blame is on anyone. It was a horrible tragedy. That was no one's fault. Um, But a big part of this was, A... The caller could not tell me the lake that they were mm-hmm. on and kept giving me the wrong lake name. And B, I could not get a location on this person's phone. Yeah. And it was just a weird circumstance where there happened to be another water rescue happening at the right. same time in, in the sick. lake that he yeah. it was it was a very like, but now I will never make that mistake again. Yes, and that is why I will always. Transfer the call to the agency, yeah. even if I know they already know about it. Right. Because maybe, maybe they had. Maybe they They're would so talk, to the, talk to no, the talk to the person not. and say, yeah. "You know what? I don't think this is the I don't think this is the same incident. Let me transfer you back." And they they would have handed it back to us. And right. We would have been like, "Oh my God, you're right. It's ours." Right. Yeah.
2: I think a big part of what we do is is transferring of liability. Mm-hmm. When when you say that, like Absolutely. a lot of times, like speaking to the training that you've had, like. I remember taking a training where uh, there was a blizzard outside and uh, two vehicles ran off the road, but the dispatcher didn't get the description for the second vehicle. So they the officers that responded assumed that it was one vehicle.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Days later, the snow had melted and the other car was discovered and she was dead. You know, So I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. And, and, a, and a big thing with us for dispatchers is because we're not there. So like for us, we're happy to say, you go figure it out. This is the information that we have. You go look. And right. I think when we're talking about like when we're transferring to state police, mm-hmm. it's it's more difficult for us to transfer to them because I don't know how big their dispatch center is, but it takes them a long time to answer when there's a big issue on the it highway. Does, yeah. You know, so like if we're like reasonably sure, like if we get, if they're giving us mile markers or what have you, you know, but I, I totally get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, that. no, I agree. And I, I, I see them differently I understand the need for this is just the general policy or the specific policy, maybe I should say. Right. Do it every time and you don't even have to think about it. Right. Right. And that's and that's, why, that's ultimately what that comes down to. If you do this every time, it's never going to be an I issue. I tell my it. trainees,
0: right. you never want the liability to stop at you.
1: Yeah, you exactly. always want
0: to be passing that on. Yeah, of course. And that sounds terrible. I don't mean that. I want to push the blame off on other people. No, right. But you're not but there. But again, I'm not there. Right. I yeah. can't see what's going on. So I want to make sure I give all of this information. Right. To someone who is there, who can see what's going right. on.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, it's important for our um, listeners, especially our non-dispatch listeners, family, friends, other people, um, people that we dispatch for, because they don't. They really have no. Yes. They have no idea sometimes or they forget because, you know, they, they, they come sit with us when they first start out and then they never come back and they have no idea and they're so overwhelmed with what they're taught when they first start that they're not going to remember half of what we're actually doing. They remember sitting in
0: a noisy room next to someone who was answering a phone call and that's it. Right.
1: And, um, so I, I think it's important to understand that not just how much you do, but the responsibility of what each of us actually has right? Um, when it comes to that. I mean, your story is a great testament to how much responsibility that comes in there. So, right. you know, yeah. it's something to think about when you, when you think that all you do is answer phones or, um, you know, you, you guys don't seem to be that busy. Well, no, you, you get to see the, the parts that we want to show you. Right? right. So it's it's like the again, I, I think I said this in the last podcast. Oh, what's the funniest thing you ever happened to you? You know, oh, it's an apple bottle in somebody's butt. Um, it's not. But <laughs> now th- we're full circle. You know, yeah. correct. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out a way to wrap this up. Um, but. They don't get to see the heavy stuff. And a lot of times that's on purpose. We you know, we talk to our loved ones. We talk to our co-workers because it helps us get rid of it. But once we've gotten rid of it. I don't want to sit and revisit it with everybody. Right. So at the party, you ask me and I give you a flippant answer. That's your clue to be like, listen, we do a lot of heavy shit and you don't really need to know, you know, you don't want to know. Right. Right. Yeah. I
0: mean, because do you really want to hear about?
1: No, they don't. And that's how you get them to shut up. Honestly, tell them the most gruesome story you ever had. They'll walk away and they they won't ever ask you about it again. Or you tell them I end up Snap telling a bottle them a story, story, you know. Yeah, of course. Like yeah. I, you know. And that's all they really want to hear. But right. they don't understand, yeah. I think a lot of times, and it's it's this the is why we're doing of, what we're doing. Right. Is to it enlighten can people too and, especially and if it was them.
2: something that like recently happened or you know. There's a lot of stuff in my head that I still hear yes. from calls that I've taken. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't really want to talk about that. Like ever. You yeah. know, like I can talk to you guys about it because you guys get it, but like yeah. in a casual conversation at a bar, no, hard pass. You know, I'm not here for that No, no.
0: well yeah and even like when we've had himself. incidents um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> when really we, we had an
0: officer involved incident like that I was talking about earlier where an officer did end up passing away and we um, were debriefed that day um, so we were pulled into a critical incident stress debriefing that same day and it was kind of interesting because we all sat there and stared at each other for two minutes while this counselor tried to talk to us and all of us ended up getting up and leaving yeah because mm-hmm. a the incident was still happening right um so we wanted to get up and get back to work we weren't ready to unpack
2: no, not how the we felt to
0: about it debrief. um and this counselor I think was like really offended and I hope that she doesn't still think about that and and feel badly about it because it had nothing to do with her.
1: That's her war story. Right. What's yeah. the worst war I story? I had this whole agency walk out <laughs> on me because. The
0: agency walked out. Oh and I mean, God. again, like we, we told her like, no offense to you. I'm sure you're wonderful at what you do. But we're not. Um, this isn't over.
2: Right. Now's In yeah, a week,
0: I'll talk to you about it. Sure. This is still too fresh, well, and we all got up and walked out, and no, it was like no offense,
1: but whoever brought that counselor in should have known it's way too soon to bring right. a counselor. Well, they I were
0: know. they were trying to be proactive with us because mm-hmm. it sure. was an extremely traumatic event for us. Sure. Absolutely, um, but we did end up talking about it uh, a few days later. We actually did our debriefing with the officers that were involved. Yes, and that was way more cathartic and like productive than. Mm-hmm. The that day debriefings. I mean, now we know we we probably shouldn't be de- debriefed on the same day of an incident. No, no, I incident. think you usually have but to wait right.
1: a couple of days. Is the, yeah. the prevailing? I think we waited theory, like a week mistaken. to do ours yeah. with the
0: officers, and that was really, really a great experience. Yeah, for I us. think that's
2: a good time frame for that incident. Yeah, I think for other incidents, maybe not so much because you're you've now allowed too much time to pass. And now any closure that you may have experienced is suddenly like ripped back open.
3: Right. Yeah. You know, if
2: you wait that again for this incident, absolutely. Cause it right. was yes so far ongoing, huge, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I think that closure sometimes is we shut it off. We are like, okay, I've already forgotten about that. Like it's so, you know, we talked about this before. There isn't closure a lot of the time because no. you don't get the details. So our closure is okay. I've forgotten about it and I don't care anymore. Like it's, it meaning i don't care about having to discuss it because i've already dealt with it and it's pushed it away it's gone. Um, it's done. not that we didn't feel it or or we don't care that it happened but i can't sit and brood
2: about that you got to keep moving yeah right cuz you're about to get uh, or you can't call. do this job yeah. yeah sometimes you'll have just like the shittiest call ever and the second you disconnect with them another call is waiting for you you're, so you yep. just you don't have time to right
0: and it again like it switches it can switch gears to a You just went from a suicidal person who is extremely down and really, really talking about they're going to end it all right now. And you hang up with them as soon as the responders get there. And then the next call is some lady bitching about her neighbor parking and it's partially blocking her driveway. And you're like, will you? screw right. off are right. you kidding me and it's like but that's them. the end
1: of that's the, the culmination take, of yeah. her crappy day <laughs> not your crap. crappy yeah, day right. she has no idea what she doesn't what you're dealing with today she right.
0: and you that's not her fault and that no. is maybe she's not even pissed about her neighbor partially blocking her driveway maybe her husband just served her with divorce papers and the driveway being blocked was just the last that straw was, yeah. so that was it so,
1: right. Right. Yeah. yeah that was husband's i'll tell you those
0: neighbors walking driveways man i know
1: that's a, that's a national <laughs> crisis so i think this is very good um and i i can see this is how we probably will go for most of our podcasts it's awesome again to talk about this stuff and to give people an idea of what we're doing um our goal is to talk about educate uh be a resource for people people need to know which i hope most dispatch telecommunicators know they're not alone yeah we all experience the same stuff we do and uh, hopefully this is helping you know people that don't do what we do as well as those that do what we do are involved somehow
2: and for those that don't do what we do we ask questions for a reason and I know that in that moment it might not make sense but it goes back to that liability because we're asking those questions because at some point the question didn't get asked and someone died as a result. Correct. Yes. So it may, correct. might not make sense in the moment, but it could at some point. So just bear with us. Our questions don't delay any response. We're just being as thorough as possible to get the best possible help to that we can. Yeah. Yep. And, and if,
0: if we repeat questions, it's for a good reason. Uh, we want to make sure that we have things correct. Right. It's it's required for us in our medical dispatch to ask people to repeat the address. Right. It is required. I just want to... It is required for us to ask you to repeat the address. We're not doing it because we're stupid or because we didn't hear you the first time.
1: Right. Or we're trying to annoy you.
0: We want to make sure that we have those digits correct, that street name correct, because there are places where... There is a Lake Street and a Lake Court, and there are the same addresses on both streets. We want to make sure yes. that they're sending. And they sending... might even intersect. Yeah, we want to send help to the right place. Yeah. We've had incidents where the same digits and street name exist in yeah. two different towns. Right. And we sent it to the wrong town because we didn't verify. Yeah, and awesome
2: example. huge in a county like ours, being Lake County, because yes. there's Lakeshore Shore. Lakeshore Road, Lakeshore Drive, there's yes. lake, everything. Every lake, yeah.
0: East Shore, West Shore, yeah. North Shore, yeah. yeah.
2: North, West, west Shore. Yeah. West, North yeah, Shore. Yeah,
0: we have, like, a <laughs> West Shore East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's like, silly. oh my gosh, this and it's, is ridiculous.
1: I think, to your point, though, if they're asking it, you need to be able to remain calm and answer the question, because the more upset you get that they asked you twice, um... The longer it's going to take, right? And there's there's right. that whole purpose, like you said, behind it. So just just go along with it. We're not. Yeah. It's this isn't twenty questions. And then We're
0: please, not. Please know that the people that you are talking to are incredibly skilled, highly talented, and trained individuals. Every yes. single one of them. Yep. Um. They are typing. They are talking on the radio while they're talking to you. They're sending this information to their partners. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um. And they are getting you help as fast as possible. So please do not think I'm just some idiot snacking right. my gum, sitting at a desk at the police department, right. talking on the phone. What did you
2: say? Well, you're,
1: yeah. And, yeah. and they've done it hundreds and thousands of times. This isn't, like you said, they're skilled because it's been honed. They were trained properly.
2: And hundreds of hours do of this. training,
0: a lot of really, yeah. really tough, tough training.
2: Yeah. Um, training is... Training Agreed. is hell. It is. It's boot camp. It like, is. Le- it's like legit it's boot disp- camp. It's and it's mental you know, boot How camp. much
0: information can we throw at this person before right. they break?
2: Yeah. Okay. I
1: so. think we table that one because training yes. would be a very good will. discussion. We will talk for about people, training, but because lots of people have those questions about training for
0: resources again, please visit our website humanized911.com. Humanizing Join our Facebook.
2: On Facebook, yes. yep. Our yoga is coming very soon. Very soon. Uh, our store is opening up. I just got the last of all the product and I just have to take pictures of it and post it on the website and open it up. So that's happening this month too. Uh, We've got a bunch of blogs that are coming out your way uh, and we're soliciting blogs as well. So if there's something that you want to write about or talk about, hit us up, let us know, um, and we can talk about it.
0: And I think we will open up a thread on the group um, asking for your input and feedback on the podcast as well. We would love to... Yes,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Talk with you guys and see what you want to hear about,
2: what you want right. to talk about. Yeah. What we don't want to just talk to ourselves. I was gonna right. say we're not I mean, doing we this. Do.
1: we're we're not just doing we this can. for our enjoyment it's to, to listen to ourselves. Yeah, um, I'd still be sleeping. I listened to it <laughs> the last time just to hear it, but I don't go back and re listen to it. It's yeah, like okay, it's, it's done. It I've already talked about it. So that, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, if you guys want to listen to me over and over again, that's okay.
0: I'll just mute myself and Brendan. Just listen to Norm.
1: There you go.
2: Oh, right. Well, thank
0: you, everyone, for listening. We thank appreciate you, guys. You.
1: We will see you oh, next time. At? How
2: long yeah. do we go? Twelve inches.